0: Passionate Teachers, a podcast for teachers of English. Hey, 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 here we are again with more. Uh, Guys, uh, did you notice that we have a new layout? Yeah. I feel good in this new layout. Less black more our colors, a little bit lighter. Thank you for the designer. Isabella is helping us with the posts. So thank you, Mm -hmm. Isa, for helping us in Passionate Teachers ELT. And uh, Josie and I, Use it our last podcast in our classes. Josie made a beautiful PowerPoint for her students. She included lots of the expressions, and therefore it was super cool. And I made a different kind of technique, and I also use it in my class. And I think that podcasts can and will be using in classes. So Josie Kami and I decided to make a series of smaller podcasts now, so that both teachers and students can enjoy and learn with us. Right? Right. Hey, guys what has gone what has been going on in the planet lately mm. Mm. you say about well, news yes yeah. do you know any news I know that there is like a da, 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 turmoil uh, for breaststi so event yes. that's going to be held now in July middle July mm, true and also and also our forces that coming will uh, launch launch first and I'll launch mine. And I'll be in both. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we are launching with three oh, yeah. Aba- yeah. yeah.
0: And so also, fashion Teachers Podcast is going to yeah. launch a, a, a workshop as well. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget to make our Jabazinho, our propaganda, right? Yeah, of
1: course. And teachers remember that... We are on vacation, but from students from teachers no, we are.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, guys today I want to talk shortly about nine idiomatic expressions that I find funny, interesting and you can use a plenty. Uh today I made um kind of a, like a, a a test with a student of mine. I explained to her the expressions. And then I told her that we had to make a composition. Her name is Natalia. She's studying for IELTS and TOEFL tests. So the more I give to her, the better it is for her. And it's not only studying grammar, right? My friends from Winner and uh, my friends from TOEFL uh, examinations, like Sandro and Wesley, they all give more than only grammar. And sometimes it's good to have a little bit of fun, right? Because the language is made of lots of different things. So here I come with lots of words. Camille, would you read the first one for me? And in the sequence, uh, Josie goes, and then Camille, and then Josie, and I will be explaining them before I read what my student produced. Shell. A shell. Josie, definition for shell is very difficult, isn't it? Oh, totally. Actually, I <laughs> I haven't had time to see the definition. Okay, but any. Anyway, A shell is something that you can find in the ocean, and some animals live inside of it. It can open, and the animal goes out, and it can be closed the whole time, so the animal is protected. Uh, you will see the symbol of Shell in the gas station, Shell. And we never, ever realized that that logo mm-hmm. from post to Shell is actually a shell. So mm-hmm. from now on, when you see Shell, you will know, oh, look at the shell. And I believe it's a yellow shell just to be a teaser, you know, to call more attention. Mm-hmm. So that's a shell. And an oyster—it's an animal that is all mm, slimy and and cold and lives inside the shell. It is a delicatessen. It's a very exquisite food. It's something that is sold in restaurants for a lot of money, and it's good. I like it. Some people don't. Here,
1: here in Recife, it's not expensive. It's ah, very okay. In Recife, so sometimes, sometimes. People like eating at the beach because mm. there are some vendors who sell along the beach. Mm-hmm. And then you can sit down and enjoy a nice oyster.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, so oysters like are animals that live inside the shell. So they're very timid. They don't go out much. And when I explain my story, you will understand why people live in a oyster, okay? And there's also another expression. Josie, could you read that one for us? yeah the drop in the ocean the drop in the ocean the ocean is vast is immense full of water what is a drop in the ocean nothing it's nothing but if this ocean is about to overflow one little drop can make it go intensively out so the last straw or a drop in the ocean is the last thing you want to happen because it will explode everything it's it's that moment of crisis the drop in the ocean was when my boss told me that so this is serious okay it's difficult right About the other one coming
1: out of the blue
0: out of the blue another color expression i think we have already mentioned out of the blue meaning that it happens with very little frequency and Out of the blue is something that happens from one day to another without warning. Like, I arrive here and say, guys, I'm not going to work for passionate teachers anymore. Why? Come Tachi said that uh, this out of the blue, nothing happened. And She arrived here and she said she's not working here anymore. So out of the blue, without giving any notice, without any reason per se, right? Out of the blue, she screamed, ah! Why she screamed? I don't know. She was crazy, okay? (laughs) Josie. Ah, this is funny. I like this expression. Uh, hide around the bush. Mm, the bush, it's a small vegetation, okay? A president had it, this name, President Bush, President of the uh-huh. United States. And then, to hide around the bush, is that one person that is indecided, doesn't know what to do. Uh, in Portuguese, we have a super curious expression that we see the person is on the wall, cannot decide which side to take. So the person cannot decide anything alone. He's hiding behind the bush, trying to see if nobody sees him, okay? The
1: other one one is, your potato is boiling. I guess it's easy for the listeners. I guess so.
0: What do you think it is?
1: It's like Portuguese, you know, it means when you are very uh, upset about something, and the other person says, hey, your potato is boiling, so watch out, pay attention.
0: Decide quickly. for example, uh, you are in a job situation where you feel that the environment has grown weird, the atmosphere with your boss is not okay. Ooh, boy, I think my potato is boiling. Is he gonna fire me, right? Okay. Yes. It's
1: like a conspiration against you. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Another one about food, Josie. Mm, uh, burn the midnight oil. That's right. Uh, this one has to do with minors, right? Because, you know, those... Those lamps that they have that have oil inside, they used to work until late at night. And because it was inside of the cave, they would never see the time. So they would burn the midnight oil. At midnight, they would be still working because they didn't know there was no light outside. It was time to go home. So when you burn the midnight oil, you're working a lot and you're thinking a lot. When you have a problem, when you have a test, when you are studying for a workshop, you burn the midnight oil oil okay
1: so we burn the midnight oil to record this podcast but we love it Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) we do and the more people say to us that they're listening to it enjoying it taking profit of it developing with it the happier we get and we're gonna continue doing this and then we're gonna be in seventh heaven why seventh Mm -hmm. heaven because it's wonderful the effect that you have when you know you're helping people. So we are in seventh heaven. We are on cloud nine. We're extremely happy, right?
1: Yeah. And the last one
0: has to do about food too.
1: Two peas in a pod.
0: I think the three of us are three peas in a pod because we think the same, we do the same things. We teach with the same love. We dedicate ourselves to whatever we do with a lot of love and TLC. So we are two peas in a pod. It doesn't matter how many peas there are, how many people there are. The expression is two peas in the pod, okay? Without further ado, I am going to go to my text so that you can see. Ta-da! Hey, okay. And again, my student is Natalia de Feira, And the title she gave to it is The World is Not Your Own Oyster. Joe is a very quiet guy. He likes writing and reading a lot and he keeps in his own oyster. Why does he keep himself in his own oyster, guys?
1: He's like on the side, thinking a lot about something.
0: Mm -hmm. And he's very quiet, right? He doesn't know how to socialize a lot. The drop in the ocean happened when one day, out of the blue, someone rang the bell. It was his neighbor and he needed a favor. Joe wanted to hide around the bush, but it was impossible because the neighbor was already there on his porch. Why Josie did he want to hide um, behind the bush, around the bush? Uh, because um, the neighbor was there, was already there on the porch. And he did not want to talk to the neighbor at all, right? There was no way that Joe could escape that conversation. He was already in hot water and his potato was boiling. Why?
1: Because the neighbor was waiting for him.
0: And the neighbor was not going to move from that door because he knew he was inside, right? His neighbor needed to cut the tree from his yard and the branches of this tree would fall into Joe's garden. So, he was asking permission to enter into Joe's garden, which for Joe was a very hard thing letting someone in. Remember, he was very shy. He lived in his own oyster. the midnight oil to be able to give an excuse to his neighbor, but found known, and decided to open the door and let him in. Why did he burn the midnight oil? To avoid him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) At any cost, right? Yes, he's trying, he's trying. (sighs) The two men had a brief conversation and Joe decided to make some coffee. After all, only once in a blue moon would he talk to a stranger. When did Joe talk to a stranger? Never! Almost never, only once in a blue moon. At last, Joe felt in the seventh heaven because finally he found the other pea in his pot. So Joe decided that day to come out of his shell and make new friends.
1: Ah, ah, you happy end.
0: And this is, happy. is the production of my student. After I explained all the idiomatic expressions, so teachers and students, you can compose your stories only using the idiomatic expressions that you have learned. And there goes further. We have a moral of the story. Shy people notice everything, but they do not get noticed. So, pay attention.
1: Nice, isn't it? That's really true. That's so cute. So,
0: here, fica a dica. I love to say that. (laughs) Here's the tip. For those of you who like to listen to our podcast and like our idiomatic expressions, you can always make a composition with your students, you can pass this on, because this way you will memorize the idiomatic expressions faster, okay? Never give up, there are too many, there are one too many, but they are doable, okay?
1: Mm -hmm. All right? This is so rich because you can create so many different activities using these idioms. I was thinking about one like you can use these ones in a word wall wheel, mm-hmm. and then the spin the wheel and there will be the expression and the student can make a sentence or a comment and join the ideas in order to make a composition use the tools
0: very nice, very nice I know that Josie and Kami will come up with new classes after this podcast so watch (laughs) out guys (laughs) Mm -hmm. the group of super teachers and TPD will be enjoying our lessons as well So guys, if you would like to have the transcript of this podcast, please send us an email at... Teachers passionateteacherselt at gmail.com I have to say goodbye because I said this was going to be a very short podcast and it will be and we meet here again another opportunity. Have you all a very good weekend and enjoy and dream about things. Be in cloud nine and have fun. Okay guys?
1: Bye! Have a good Bye. one! Bye. Bye. See you Bye. around!
0: Winner Idiomas, o centro autorizado Cambridge mais querido do Brasil e aulas particulares de Michigan e IELTS. Passionate Teachers, a podcast for teachers of English.